0: And welcome to Unashamed, a smut lover's podcast, where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Courtney. And we're changing it up. We decided that we needed a new vibe. Today, we decided, um, and we're rolling with it. So here's what we're doing. The first one, we've talked about this for a long time, and we decided it's finally time. We're just going to do it. We're doing a reread. So, Yay! Yes, Um. so we're doing The Dark Side by Christy Cunning. And uh, so not only is it a reread, it's a fucking series. And we very rarely do series. So we've never... And, and it's paranormal. Who are we? <laughs> we are really revamping
1: 2024, you guys. And so, Why Choose, which Kelsey doesn't do, do a do. lot
0: of. Um. So, But we've both already read this series. We both know we love this series. Christy Cunning is the author, which C.M. Owens, uh, rest in peace. She was a fantastic author. I've read every single book that she released during her life and loved every single one of them. There was not a single book that this author dropped that I wasn't just infatuated with. So I figured what a great way to spark our rereads and do Christy Cunning. Absolutely. I know we've
1: talked about Christy Cunning before on various episodes, but she definitely was one of the most amazing authors of her generation, and her loss was definitely felt by the reading community. Anybody who did read her books, one of my favorite series is by her as well, which I tried to convince Kelsey to do, but it is longer,
0: and this one is a little bit shorter and the so, all the pretty monsters is the one that Courtney's talking about. We both reread that series before. I've not reread um, The Dark Side, and it is one of my favorite works by CM Owens, Christy Cunning, the pen name. She had different pen names depending on the style of book she was writing. So I've not reread this one, and it was one of my favorites. It does, um, for those of you who. Have reread it or have read it in the past, like you know, that it starts off a little confusing. Like it takes a minute to get into it and to figure out what's going on. But then it's like once you know, you know. Kind of. Thing. Yeah. So the and, blurb
1: kind of alludes to the fact that the main, one of the main characters, the main female character specifically, is a ghost. And she is haunting these four men and she has been for five years at this point uh this book is super funny it's got a lot of like dark humor in it and stuff like that i do remember that i uh we read this so many years ago i can't even remember how long ago i've read it but it was a really fantastic series
0: yeah so it does start off with her being a ghost um and it is hilarious i i I'm I'm ready. I already know what it's about. <laughs> I've Same. It <laughs> um, uh, but <laughs> we're on one today. Okay, so our midway point for so we're gonna do it. Each book is gonna be an episode. They are shorter books. So if you're fast like us, then sorry. <laughs> um, but we are doing one book a week. So our midway point for book one is chapter 13 bookmark it if you haven't because it doesn't have like a big old glaring this is the end of a chapter. It's very small.
1: Yes. So for those of you reading along, go ahead and go to chapter 13 and come back. Pause here.
0: Okay, we're back.
1: Yes. That's just as good as I remember.
0: I know. that. I'm probably just going to call her CM Owens. Chrissy Cunning's the... Author's name, technically, the pen name, but um, CM Owens just has like the most amazing way of building a world, like, and the personality of the female main character is just amazing. I love it. I do too. Uh,
1: her this is one of her funnier books. All of her books, though, at least in the Christy Cunning. I can't so much remember um, the CMO inside, but the Christine Cunning side is always a level of like humor throughout all of the books. I think even her ST Abby, the Mindfuck series also has like a level of dark humor threaded through it. It's, it's not so much like you're laughing out loud, but you're definitely like, Oh, haha. ha. Like when, especially the female main character, you hear her like inner monologue and stuff like that. It's, it's humorous.
0: Yeah, we read the um, – we've actually read all of the C.M. Owens books together. I don't know if you remember that, but <laughs> – I do remember it. I just can't remember. It, I think the one with the small town, right? Yeah, it's like a small town on a I lake. think that
1: one was funny too. I think all of her books just have a thread of humor throughout them, like dark humor and the Christy Cunning one and the Abby one. And then I think just like, you know, just it, her other ones were kind of funny too.
0: Yeah, and those she's were really good characters. at that. Yeah, it's uh it's like reading her work and knowing that like we're never gonna get anything new is just so disheartening because she really was one of the greatest. Like she really was just so talented, she had such a way about her writing style that it just makes you feel like warm, makes you feel like coming home. Um so Yeah, it's it's like bittersweet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It is it is really nice reading just such a familiar this Chrissy Cunning and all of her pen names, she is a comfort author for me. Like I love going to some of her work, you know, if I can't find anything to read or like I just need that pick me up. I know I can pick up that book and I'm going to love it.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about what's been going on so far. So she was a ghost maybe-ish. Um we don't really know exactly what she is at this point, but the four men have a soul bond and like to the point where it makes them like impotent unless the four of them are together. So anytime they go through some kind of like um life-threatening situation where she has to save them she quote unquote levels up so she's leveled up a few times now she doesn't have to be in their presence at all times to stay um without fading away. but uh yeah like it's obvious that she has some kind of bond to them as well, but they're still in their phase of like being dicks to her. So, Yeah. Well, and so
1: originally she wasn't even like, they couldn't see her or sense her presence or anything like that before. So for, I think it was like five and a half years, she just watched them. And then one night an assassin sneaks in, tries to kill one. She ends up attacking him and killing him. And then that's when she levels up the first time and they're able to see her. And then, yeah, so she's been leveling up because she's been having to save their asses a lot. And they think she's possibly a distraction or a plot from one of the devil's children. So Lucifer rules the underworld, but they, the four men think that maybe he's losing his hold and his kids are behind it. He has six <clears> – <throat> I almost spoiled it there. Six
0: children. I know. And, like, it's I, – I keep wanting to call her by what I know her name is. I know. <laughs> And I'm trying so hard to be like the female main character. Or yeah, I Kayla. forgot what they named her. Was it Kira? Kira? Kayla.
1: Kayla? Kayla. There you go. The yeah. So they end up naming her after a show. Um, I really kind of want to know if that's like a real show. I have no <laughs>
0: idea. I don't watch TV.
1: I don't really either. I rewatch crime drama. I'm rewatching Criminal Minds for like the 15 millionth time. Um, it's just background noise. So I can read.
0: Um, so, where we just left off is they got called to a job to go reap some souls, and she was pissed off at them for ruining her movie that she wanted to watch, which was Pinocchio, and so she, like, dressed up in all sorts of wild outfits and distracted them every time they went to reap a soul, um, so just a little funny Funny little tidbit in there. And then that's where we left off.
1: Yeah, this is a relatively short book. So not a whole lot's gonna come to light, as it were, until we get towards the end of this one, Uh, which we did finish this in a day. So I'm hoping we can power through the rest, the other three.
0: Yeah. So here's another thing that I've talked about it in a previous episode. I don't remember which one it was. It was recently, though where like some authors have a way about their writing where they can get a lot of information in a short amount of time and make it feel natural and seamless, and this is one of those
1: authors. Absolutely. You do get a massive amount of information in the first half of the book. It's just – I think the problem is, is we have to be so careful when we're talking about it here because uh, – if for those of you listeners who haven't read the book before or the series we know the answers so we're kind of having to like evade and not give spoilers too soon as it were
0: yeah i think it's been long enough since we read it at least for me i haven't read it for quite some time now that um like yes i know the answers but it's been long enough that i can just kind of go based off of what we have just read and not like accidentally fuck it up because Um, it has been, like, a couple years since I've read it.
1: Yeah, for me, too. I don't think I've ever reread this series. I think I read it the first time, and it had a pretty big impact. I mean, I still remember enough details to where, like, I know the story, and if you were to mention, like, oh, hey, this series, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that one. It's not an unforgettable book, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, so that's why it's, like, I do know what's going to happen, but I don't have an issue, like, not – yeah, it. I have almost said her name a couple times, and I almost just followed right off the cliff with you when you almost spoiled something a minute ago. But um yeah, for the most part, I'm like finding it pretty easy to just stick on topic of what we have read. So yeah, I don't know. I'm ready to dive back in. Same. Okay, so if you are reading along with us, go ahead and read till the end of book one, and come back. Pause here. Okay, we're back. Yes,, uh,
1: So a lot happened in the very short, like, I think it was like fifty two percent or whatever that was left in the book.
0: Yeah. We finished part or we finished book one. Um, so I think for this little segment right here, we're gonna try to just like wrap up what we just red and then for the next episode we'll start with like theories for book 2 um because yeah i mean it's going to be a four episode little series that we've got going on so um okay where did we leave off we left off she, where was, she was at the graveyard yeah distracted. she
1: was messing around with them changing her outfits
0: so they a few things happened so they got put under lucifer's um protection and got put in the throat and then while they were there she decided to go exploring and she found lamar and she felt like a connection to him and I don't think we really touched on it at the midway point but Lamar was um accused of trying to kill Harold which is another elder and it's like um it's like forbidden to try to kill the elders like you leave the elders the fuck alone um he also was believed
1: by the quad the the men that he was the one sending the assassins after them
0: Well, Manella, his lover. Well, yeah,
1: but uh, through him under, you know.
0: Yeah, which we found out in the second part that that's not true. That's not the case. Um, Manella and Lamar, they just kind of want to live a happy life together, and they don't give a fuck about anybody, like, any of the people in the trials. Like, yeah, Manella is in charge of the trials, but he's not – choosing who goes in there like that's beneath him so he doesn't have anything to do with it he just wanted to live a happy life with his lover so We,
1: we also find out from manella and lamar they have a private conversation that uh our ghost girl listens in on um they somebody else and manella and lamar don't know who right now but somebody else is in the devil's ear and he's been like losing power over the centuries. Like he can no longer detect lies and he's like foggy. He hasn't had like a good day in a long time. And so that the quad had thought it was originally Manila behind all of it, but it's not. Somebody else, some shadowy figure is doing it. I don't remember who it is, just by my read through. I,
0: yeah, I have like a. Yeah, I don't know exactly. I don't remember exactly who it is. I have like a, a I have a theory, memory, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't really remember yet. So, um yeah, the devil's losing it, but he's starting he said it's starting to feel clear and he's starting to um get some of his power back. He still can't detect lies, so he'll just like pretend like he can and then kill everybody, which he has very, he's very perceptive as far as like because you notice, uh, from
1: the perspective you're reading it in, when the devil is questioning people and then killing them, he's going like you see, like, subtle body language, uh, things like one of the guards twitches before the devil gets to him. Like, I think he's just reading body language, and also he's been doing this for centuries. Like, you know, yeah. maybe he can't sense a lie, but he can tell when someone's lying.
0: Yeah, so there is that, and then. Kayla is still her name um, Kayla is whole now, and she's figured out that she can switch between um like spirit and whole, so she there was like a big scene where she went to sleep with Ezekiel and woke up whole. Oh, I guess Gage was there too with Ezekiel and Gage and woke up whole and then they went feral. Like, all of the all four of the guys went feral and she got freaked out by it so she had to figure out how to switch between the two forms. And then, which is, it's helpful because they can see her and no one else can. But Lamar and Lucifer both can sense her.
1: Yeah, they don't know what she is uh, or anything like that yet. They just know that they they sense her presence and they think that she's possibly a gift from uh, one of Lucifer's daughters, Lilith. And so Lilith but- has the power to bestow a gift on somebody, but it has to balance out with a curse. So when you get a gift from her, you also receive a curse with it.
0: So, and so but that's they, what they just, yeah, so there was a party at the um in the underworld. The devil threw a party, and Lamar figured out that she is not a gift from Lilith because um one of them slipped and said she instead of it, and he figured out because Lilith cannot make beings. So, yeah, they figured out that
1: she's not not a gift. Um, Okay, so at the party they find out that Lucifer planned the last trial and also that it was starting immediately and that was the very end of book two, book one, sorry.
0: Yeah, also that it's going to be in the belly of the beast, which is like the most dangerous part of hell.
1: There's no survivors usually. Like it's almost impossible to survive that long. So yeah, that's, I mean, that was book one. A lot of information packed into a very short book. I think it was only like what, a hundred and something pages. I think it was like just a short. Yeah. Book two is, give me two seconds. If my phone would load. Book two is only 167 pages and there's just so much information packed in these. Uh, so I'm
0: ready to start when you are. Okay. So if you are reading along the series with us, we're going to do book two in the next episode. So make sure to tune back in for that. And we're going to wrap up book one here. Yeah. Thanks guys. Come time. Bye.